Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of The Cypher. This is yours truly, the Atypical, along with my brothers and partners in crime, the B.I.W.G. Rich, DJ Comedic, and little brother Black Caesar. Yo, what's good, Comedic? How you feeling, my brother? Man, it's what it is. Up here, see what it is. Um, so much strange stuff going on. Just don't put in my two cents. See what pops. That's what it is. That's what it is. And while we wait for the other brothers to join us here, hope everybody out there is having a great week thus far. This uh, hump day here, about to get us through another week. And also, uh, hope you're going to have a great weekend as well. And as always, if you got a question, comment, or thought, you want to chime in with us, you can do so by hitting us up at 818-369-0344. That's 818-369-0344. And joining us now is the big man on the team, the B-I-double-G Rich. How you feeling, my brother? What's going on, everybody? You know how we do slow motion in the big city. Man, uh, just a big-time shout-out to last name is Prentice. I can't remember. But a sympathy shout-out to this dude. Uh, starting pitcher for the Dodgers. It's the perfect game. You know how many perfect games there are in the history of Major League Baseball? 32. In the history of baseball. And he pitched the perfect game and lost it in the ninth on two outs. Oh, it hurts. Yeah, I just got an so, update uh, on him uh, coming up on that perfect game. So, yeah. And definitely shout out to that brother. Oh, right, that hurts right there. But anyway, how's everybody else doing? How's everybody else doing out there? Uh, can't call it, man. I <laughs> I was, um, of course, uh, more chronicles uh, in our day to day. But <laughs> I was laughing. <clears throat> I was laughing with some buddies uh, this weekend when I was um, downtown working this uh, spot and. You know, you see all manner of people coming through there, uh, up and down the street, bar hopping, club hopping from one club to the next. And this, uh, I had two of my partners standing out there with me, chatting me up. And it was a long line for this this club that's next to ours, you know, sort of popular spot with the young crowd. And it was a long line, I'm talking like halfway up the block for this club next to ours. And they were predominantly... You know, young African-American brothers and sisters. And so this uh, young white man walks up to me, and he goes, Hey, he said, uh, you mind if I cut through y'all establishment to get to this other spot up the street called Sushi Blues? Now, in my head, I'm like, it's a straight line, you know, not even a half a block up the street. You know, why are you going to cut through my way to have to walk down through an alley which is a longer way. So then I thought about it. I looked and saw he was looking kind of nervous. And I was like, are you scared to walk past the black people? Because, you know, you saw a line of black people. Did you want to cut through our establishment and, you know, take the long way up to this spot that's literally a half a block up? I was like, man, if you don't walk your ass up that street, I said, these brothers and sisters out here ain't hardly thinking about you. You know, and of course, he <laughs> walked away tail between his legs, his head down like, you know, shit, he gonna make me walk past all these niggas, and I'm like, hey, 
Boy, they say a hurt dog a yelp every time, won't he, Big Rich? Hey, man. But that's the that that's the state of the society we're in right now. I mean, and not and not that it, you know who's to say he would have been the same way if things weren't as tumultuous as they are right now. But yep, he he, he hollered even before he got hit. <laughs> he, exactly, he I was say, like, like, damn, this is. I was like, man, I said, this is the time I need a comedic down here with me to witness this because I was just. I, you know, it was a part of me that wanted to bust out laughing in his face. There was another part of me that just wanted to shake my head and be like, you can't be serious. You want to cut through our spot and take the long way, which is like double the distance you're going to walk, than just take, you know, walking your behind up the street, man. I was just like, yo, these cats out here are incredible, y'all. And like I said, you know, you know, you know, something. Twenty-something black men, black women in line. I'm like, they trying to get in the club. They ain't hardly thinking about you, uh, bro. But you know, hey, the climate today, I guess, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, <laughs> a lot of those people, especially those who grew up sheltered or privileged lives, you know, I guess everything would uh frighten them now. And it doesn't help when you have a, a president who is helping to fuel that uh that rhetoric. Well, my home, my home health nurse, my home health nurse, who comes to see me three times a week, and uh, she's a white lady. And now, you know, before all that stuff went down in Charlottesville, we used to have good conversations and talk, talk and enjoy each other's stuff, talk about stuff and enjoy each other, and so on and so forth, and then. That thing went down in Charlottesville, and you know she barely said two words. And I mean, to the point where I asked her, I was like, "Are you everything? Everything okay, Miss Lynn? You 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 all right?" And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I just..." Um... And so I mean, I don't it's... know. It's... Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I, I was I was just gonna say it, it amazes me, man, that. You know, it takes situations like Charlottesville or, you know, something that, that doesn't paint white people as a whole in a positive light for them to sit up there and be like, you know, now they're uneasy being around, you know, black people or talking to, you know, black friends or coworkers because they feel like anything they say, you know, might, you know, somehow find a way to, to come at them, be it an aggressive way of coming at them for not being politically correct with something or or racially, culturally insensitive. And I think it's just sad, man. I think, like I said, that's one of the problems here is that, you know, we all can't just have open, honest dialogue about things that make us uncomfortable, whether it's racial issues or whatever. And, and also, And also, you know, even even if it's not about even if it's even if it's not about having a, a racial conversation, just just the time to know somebody, just to get just take a, just take a couple minutes and get to know them, you 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 might find out differences are with people. You may find out what what, what the what the the differences you may have with a person. 
you may find out the the things that you have that are similar. But when you have the dialogue, just plain everyday dialogue, you can find out that there are things that you don't agree about, and you're okay with that. You're okay with not agreeing with who you are, with, 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 with what that person believes or who, 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 that, who that person is. Um, some, something happened like that that really, really bothered the shit out of me on a real high level. I don't know if you remember when that, when that thing went viral with gospel singer Kim Burrell, who also preaches, and she was preaching a sermon about how, how with her belief in the Bible, how homosexuality is, is wrong. That is, that is wrong to be. Now, Kim Burrell, along with Pharrell, made a song that, that was real popular from the Hidden Figures movie. Okay? So, and they were on uh, Jimmy Kimmel and they performed it. They were on uh, Late Night Summers and performed it. Well, Ellen comes out with a statement when she sees this sermon that Kim Burrell preached. And Ellen decides she doesn't want Kim Burrell on her show. Because of what she said and in and, and, and her sermon. But she still had Pharrell on the show. So now what really bothered me was, and, and Pharrell has to take some responsibility in this too. Because when Pharrell went on her show, I'm almost positive that the producers beforehand asked, told him, hey, Ellen's going to want to ask you about that Kim Burrell situation. Are you okay with that? If he says yes, then he knew the question was coming. And so she has him on the show, and Ellen asks him and says, you know, Kim Burrell says some really unkind things and some and some kind of ugly things and hurtful things about uh, gays and lesbians, and, you know, that's why I decided not to have her on the show. But how do you feel about You know, how do you feel about what she said? Now, that bothered me because, this man worked with her, Kim Burrell, and made a successful song. Now you've placed him in a position to have to choose sides. You know what I'm saying? And, then, and of course, he comes out and says, there's no place for hate speech. There's no place for, you know, for any type of hate whatsoever in the world. When, in fact, it wasn't hate speech that she was doing. She was preaching a sermon in church. And she never said it wasn't hate since she was given. But I said all that to say, but guess what, Ellen? If you would have invited Kim Burrell to your show and just sat down and talked with her, y'all might have came to y'all might have came to an agreement to agree to disagree. She's saying in her beliefs that this is that this is how she feels. Just like you have your beliefs of how you feel. But instead you ostracize you you you, you disinvite her from your show and then take somebody who she's working with and make him choose sides against her. That that was all of that because people don't sit down and talk. That's the biggest, hugest variable in all of this. Just sit down and talk. That's it. Yep, the world would be a lot better place if we all just did that, Big Rich. But unfortunately, a lot of us can't and won't do that. So, well, 
All right, little brother that joined us on the show. What's good with you, Black Seas? How you feeling, my brother? Hey, what's going on, brother? What's poppin'? L Boogie. Big homies, man. What's poppin' with y'all, man? What's good? Right, we just we just here getting the show underway, underway. Talking about a few things, or one thing that happened uh, with me at the club this weekend. Uh, you wasn't here to catch the beginning of it, but was talking about how this little uh, white kid wanted to cut through the establishment that I was working, so he wouldn't have to walk past this long line of black, uh, young black, you know, adults going into this club that was next to ours. He didn't want to walk past them. So he wanted to cut through our establishment and take a longer way to get to another establishment. He was trying to get to a half a block up the street. I told him, I said, man, you better walk your ass up that street. I said, these cats ain't thinking about you, man. (laughs) The climate we're in today has some people, you know, on edge and on pins and needles where it's like they fear that (laughs) either Antifa or Black Lives Matter or somebody is out to get them, them and their white privilege. So I thought that was funny. Sad, sad and funny at the same time. White privilege is a funny, it's a funny thing, man. It's a funny thing. Because as empowered and empowered as and, and as privileged as people are, it's a it's a pocket, and as soon as you come out of that pocket, yeah, I mean, you you realize how much of a a blessing and a curse that is. Like you you have your pick of the litter, um, as far as systematically, infrastructure, economically, educationally, blah, 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 on and on, on and on. But when you... It's like, you remember the... You, you remember the... Um, what's the what, what's, what's the film with... Uh, um, what's, what's the film with, the film with Jamie Foxx and um, the dude from Three Hundred, where he plays, where where Jamie Foxx is the, is oh, the lawyer. Um, um, I know what you're talking about. Um, uh, something, something, citizen. I, I know what you're talking about. I actually had that on Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Law-abiding citizen, right? So, so when the so when the dude that's, goes, that's the, to, one, that's the one. That's the one where homeboy's family gets killed by these home invasion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Home invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay, I got you. So they 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 kind of play they kind of play off of the home of the big home invasion case that happened here in Connecticut, right? So so the dude that the dude goes to jail and he plays Jamie Foxx to get a statement from him, he says he wants it. He wants he wants a bed. He wants one of the craftmatic beds in his cell, right? So as the as they're coming in to set up his bed in the cell, he's standing outside, and uh, and uh, then they they serve him like dinner. You know what I'm saying T-bone steak and all that all that all that right. So the the, the warden pulls him aside. He says, you know, 
He says, um, you know, it's the haves and have-nots in here, and I'm not too sure that you want to be, you know, you want to be one of the ones that have. You know what I'm saying? Because cause you got it now. Everybody else want it. So everybody everybody got an eye on you because you, you know what I'm saying? Because cause you got it and they don't. It's the same thing here in America. Crackers get so much leeway and you get and you have so much. But then again, when you get outside of that circle, outside of your comfort zone, when you get out of pocket, now all of a sudden it's, you know what I'm saying, you're clutching your purse and you're, and you're looking over your shoulder. And that was, it's crazy because we've been having racial issues since the 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 start of the the, the construction and the and the and the and the and the organization of this thing called America, right? This whole concept of America. Now we get all the way over here to 2017, and some white and some some white girl die over some racial shit, and now all of a sudden everybody's up in arms. Now all of a sudden we want to deal with white supremacy and the racial divide and shit. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, it's a topic now. You know what I mean? I even seen somebody somebody share with me on, on Facebook. They inboxed me where I guess some congressman or some senator, some, some cracker somewhere was like, well, now he wants to start the proceedings or he wants to file for uh, he wants to file to have, to have uh, Trump impeached. Now we want to talk about having him impeached. We didn't want to talk about it his first hundred with his first hundred days in office when he was putting up travel bans and when he didn't he didn't want to let go none of his business holdings while while while, while in office and he's ha- he's he's having international conversations at Miralago and and the prices for his hotels and 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 golf courses is going up triple percent. Them saying three hundred percent. We not we didn't we didn't want to do it then. We didn't want to do it when he was bring when 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 he when he having his son in law, them saying doing dealings on the low and 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 uh his his whole cabinet is shady. We didn't we didn't want to do it then, but we want to do it now because some white girl died. And all of a sudden, he's insensitive to, 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 to the, uh, the, the, the melding pot or, uh, that 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 is America. To now, now all of a sudden we have now all of a sudden we have moral issue. We take moral issue with with with, with our, our quote unquote president. Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, like I said, that's that's climate we deal with now. So, ain't too much we can do about that. I um. I was going to take a break now, but I want to go ahead and start a conversation. We'll take a break in a few. Uh, since I know Comedic Rich and I are all uh, huge fans, L doesn't follow it. Yo, what about that Game of Thrones episode uh, this past week? You feel bad, Rich, that you didn't watch it earlier when I had the uh, pre-copy of it? Nope, not at all, sir. I was, I, I, you know, I'm, I, was, I was cool with it when I watched it. And, uh... Of course, join the conversation with um and and apparently it got leaked out to a few other people because there were a few people who uh who commented who who commented on my post and they were like when I said something um when I said something early on and they were like just wait it's, it's gonna get better strap in it's about to get better 
And I'm like, how in the hell they know it's going to get better? Then I thought, oh, yeah, that's right. It got leaked out. This episode got leaked out. But, um, man, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. That that was one hell of a damn episode. That was crazy. Yeah, they, they, they definitely did uh, set that one off. So now you got to really wonder how next week uh, season finale is going and then go out. Comedical is never at a loss of words for the uh, for the got crowd and episodes. Who's your thoughts on uh, Sunday's episode, dog? Well, um, like you guys said, some people got the early. I actually, um, because of uh, advanced schedules and a whole bunch of other mess, I was exhausted and actually slept through it um, when I woke up at, I want to say it was midnight maybe. I think it was midnight or 11.45, something like that when I woke up. I woke up, looked at the time, do what most people do. Um, in this day and age, you know, I looked at my phone. I was like, oh, shit, look at this time. And then um, <laughs> went to Facebook, and I saw a post. And it, it, it was innocuous. So it didn't really say anything, but it was just the fact that it's like, you know, B, you, you just missed it. And, um, you know, Game of Thrones is a big show I follow. Uh, Walking Dead is a big show I follow. And a lot of times, if I've done something like that, when I wake up in the morning, I'll just catch it on demand. But um, on demand is so sick right now that, you know, this seven minutes late, it's already on demand. Do your thing. So I got out of bed, you know, came to the big Christian TV and started it up and watched it and didn't finish it till like 1.30 in the morning, which at that time I made my post. But, I mean, I, I didn't touch social media. Um, crazy writing. Crazy writing, as usual. Um, very nice uh, ride. Um, you know, Game of Thrones has always been like a young kid trying to learn how to drive stick. You know, real hooky-jerky. Sometimes it's on the smooth, but then you get to that light and it's all out or peel off. And you don't know what it's going to do. Um, so to see um, a lot of the funny stuff that, like, you know, that, that I brought up, written up, um, came in a conversation with uh, Brother Ray, you know, like, I'm like, where you get the flaming sword? Explain me that. How you get this uh, popping up? Uh, <laughs> Some people, some people who are trying to figure out um, where Danny got the fur bathing suit from. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, you've been, in, you know, in the hot climb forever. All of a sudden, you got the bodice, the, the eight-panel Louis Vuitton fur coat. Like, where you get this from, right? So a lot of little weird, strange <laughs> stuff. Um, but I think that the end is going to be the noodles because, as, as it's been stated, you ain't even really even see um, Jamie, girlfriend, wife, sister, queen, whatever, make no moves in like three shows. She ain't going out quiet. You know this. You know what I mean? So I think it's going to be an incredible ride, just like uh, when last time we seen their son jump off the cliff. It's going to be a whole bunch of oh shit moments. And I'm just ready. Yeah. Like, again, they can say they want to say, but for the most part, HBO carries cable, and I and I I honestly don't have a whole bunch of problems giving them my dough. And it only be one show. Now it's more than one show because they got Ballers, they got Insecure, which I need to catch up on. Um, 
you know, clearly Game of Thrones, um, documentaries, music. I mean, I've been I haven't grown up HBO since since the damn cable was connected. You know what I'm saying? Like the box was coming out the TV type joint. You know, so I don't like the high cost of it, but you know, I, I don't mind giving them some coins because they give me great entertainment. Game of Thrones is going to go down. Um, with Sopranos and, and, and The Wire and every other great TV show that came out of HBO. Fire. Let me can I, let me ask this question. Um, I, I feel I feel like it's something I'm unclear on. What does what does Dom the Hound? What what why does he want to capture and keep that live White Walker? What is he gonna do? Did they say something and I missed it, or do we not know yet? No, the whole purpose—the whole purpose of them getting the White Walker because that's what, um, uh, oh boy, essentially told Jon Snow his uh, uh, his hand told Jon Snow that the only way to convince Daenerys or even uh, Cersei and them to join forces for the time being against the White Walkers is that they was gonna have to get them proof. Meaning that's why they went to go capture a White Walker to show, like, you see, this is a bigger threat You're than right. whatever beef you know, y'all got going on now about who should rule the Seven Kingdoms. You're right. You're right. You're right. I, okay, I forgot about that. I, 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 I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember that part of it. Um, and and when they when they showed him with the White Walker in the boat, I was sitting there like, what the hell is he gonna do with that? But uh, I know one thing. Yeah, they, that, that White Walker, that, that screech that he let out, damn a scream. That mother had a screech. And next thing you know, 100,000 White Walkers showed up. I was like, mm, that right there is crazy. Ah, uh, like I said, man, it's, you know, that Night King just – is just continuing to show that he is he is the quintessential mf Like, you know, he's the, no Fs given with him. He's like, yo. <laughs> he's like, yeah, 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 I see you got a dragon. So what? Here, I got something for that dragon. Hold this. And I'm sorry, right. that, that meme that I posted, that meme I posted that uh, somebody posted in my nerd group, I said, see, you got to be a nerd or somebody that watched Yu-Gi-Oh! to understand that meme where he showed the Night King holding the blue-eyed white dragon Yu-Gi-Oh card because that's one of the most powerful cards in the deck, the blue-eyed white dragon. Boy, I hollered when I saw that meme. <laughs> like really wilding out. I say, I say, um, I just think, it's like I say, it's just amazing television, and I, I, I want to see, I want to see them all come together. But then again, again, this is this now. Is this like a mid-season break, or it's gonna be a situation where? We're not gonna see something till 2018. Nah, as of right what now, is- the way they're doing it, because I, I think with what I saw is correct, next season is not gonna start like June, July of 2018. You know, like it was supposed to start it this year. Remember, it started late this year because they had a delay in filming, uh, weather delay in filming. So we may not get this one, if I read correctly, till the end of 2018, the final season. And, of course, that season is going to be shorter than this season here. I think it said it's only going to be like either four or six episodes. So the 
final season is also going to be a short, shortened season. But if I read correctly, they said we may not see it released until uh, late 2018. Damn. So, yeah, it's going to be a minute before we get to uh, see the uh, wrap-up on it. Uh, yo, Ray, Ray L or Comedic, um, Ray L and Comedic, are, are either of you all following Ray Donovan? No. I watched no. the first, I had, yeah, when I had, when I had Showtime, I watched the first couple episodes of it because I like your boy, uh, the lead, the actor that plays him. I was actually a fan of his. Um, when I saw the movie he did with Daniel Craig, which is based on the uh, true life story of those uh, brothers um, that were trying to save their families and stuff during, I think it was World War II. Um, I can't think of the name of them. Defiance. Him and Daniel Craig oh, played yeah, brothers. Yeah. And they yeah, I was a big fan of him yeah. and his acting. Going in. But now I watched a couple yeah, of episodes yeah, I don't have I don't have Showtime anymore, and uh, I haven't tried to watch it on uh, the other box, so I haven't been following it. Like I said, I watched the first couple episodes I think from the first season. Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty cool, man. Um, um, I think I think what you call should be should definitely be John Voight should definitely be considered uh, for a nomination. For an Emmy, because he 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 does a really good job in that playing the, the the old man, the old father in in the in the series. But you know, basically, he's the cleanup guy. That's who that's who Ray Donovan is. Um, you know, for for the high end folks, when something goes wrong, he's the one that kind of cleans it up and uh, you know, keep keep keeps well, he's like, out of he's like the man. Like he's like the male he's like the male version of Olivia Pope from Scandal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but with a, with a whole lot more well, a whole lot more violence than he does. I will say there's violence on Scandal too. Yeah, but with a whole lot more violence and a whole lot more ruthlessness. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but but uh, and and the whole through all of the seasons. The only thing you gonna see him in is a black suit with a white shirt and driving that Mercedes. That's all he does every episode. That's who he is. That's what he does. And so, uh, and then it's, uh, and then of course the addicts around his crazy family. They are, uh, what do they call them? Uh, Southies. Uh, when they when they're from South Boston, is that right? Southies. Is that what they I'm call like them? that, yeah. Yeah, so it's um that 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 old school hard nosed uh Irish Irish uh Boston kind of thing that they have going on. So it's, it's, if you get a chance you gotta you gotta get into that. That's a good one to watch. And I heard you mention ballers earlier and I'm enjoying that. Yeah, I watched. I think I watched the first episode of Ballers. I haven't uh, gotten into it. I think since that first episode, I was shocked that I didn't uh, recognize that old boy. The um, what was 
see the wide receiver or whatever um, is actually Denzel Washington's son in uh, real life. Yep. yep. And 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 the crazy thing about it, L, is that if they had never said if they if they had never said it when I was watching a uh, behind the scenes thing on it, I wouldn't have known either. I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know more like yeah, he looked more like his mom than his dad. So I mean, that's why I said yeah, he's way darker. Too. He's way darker, but God forbid you turn away from the TV and you hear him, you know it's him. You know what I mean? Oh, really? Like his dad. You so, think so? Turn yeah, your head away from like watching him. <laughs> yeah, he does crazy. sound like turn his away. dad in uh, things when he's uh, talking. He does sound like his dad, but he looked. He favors more his mom than he does his dad. Yeah, but if you turn okay, your head, I, I have, away to, I from have him, to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uncanny, and I because I, first I was like, you know, you know, it sounds for me, but somebody hit some one, somebody put me onto the show, but I was like, well, where's Denzel's son at? Like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Well, you, you know, you don't expect him to be kind of wild, but from what I understand, he used to play some level of ball, so he's you know athletic inclined mm-hmm. already, whatever, whatever. Um, and, you know, he knows this, he knows that. So, like I said, it's funny. It's, I, I love the show. Yeah, it's a good show. He used to be a running back at Morehouse College. That's a, yeah, actual, I knew he, he actually played ball, yeah. He didn't, uh, did he not go pro, or he just decided that he didn't want to pursue it? He went, he, uh, he, I don't know, he got drafted. He got drafted by the St. Louis Rams and um, okay. and made their practice squad uh but never but never got time. He played like one or two times in a preseason game. But then uh, after that never really made never made the final fifty three. So uh okay. I guess that's when he decided that he'd back out and just go into acting. Okay. Yeah, because I was wondering, I remember when he was playing college, too, because I remember they would show Denzel going to a couple of his games, and they was like his son was, you know, a nice prospect in college. But I was wondering if he had ever went pro, because I ain't really hear nothing about him other than the college years. Yeah, he still he still holds a couple of records. Um, I think a one single season record for rushing, uh, a conference rec- record. Uh, for rushing, and then I think the other one might be all-purpose yards or something like that. So yeah, he's uh, he was nice, you know. He was he was definitely nice, but um, but um, just taking it to the next level. It's kind of interesting because as a running back or as a wideout, he's kind of small, and so watching him. As you know, play that wide out, that role as a wide out in the show is interesting. Uh, but he does such a good job acting wise that I forget that he's so small because he has a huge personality on the show. Huge personality on the show. He he definitely okay. helps make that series uh, go. Yeah, because all right, we'll take a break real quick, and we come back. We're going to get into more discussions. Uh, I got a story. Um, they actually, um, this story happened a couple weeks ago, and they did an update on it today. I didn't get around to it a couple weeks ago, so 
we can jump into it uh, shortly. It'll be a brief one, but this is uh, I'm sure when I play this track, you'll know who it is I'm talking about since this brother was a part of this uh, group here. Y'all get into this, and we'll be back in five with more discussions on the site. Makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Broken glass everywhere. People on the stage, you know they just don't care. I can't take the smell, can't take the noise. Got no money to move out. I guess I got no choice. Rats in the front room, roaches in the back. Junkies in the alley with the baseball bat. I tried to get away, but I couldn't get far. Cause a man with the torture repossessed my car. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. Standing on the front stoop, hanging out the window, watching all the cars go by, roaring as the breeze blow. A crazy lady living in a bag, eating out of garbage bells. Used to be a fag hag, such as the tango. Skipped the life and dangle was her gone princess. Seemed to lost her senses. Down at the peep show, watching all the creeps, so she could tell the story to the girls back home. She went to the city and got so 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 diddy. She had to get a punch, she couldn't make it on her own. Don't push me, cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. My brother's doing fast on my mother's TV. Says she watches too much. It's just not healthy. All my children in the daytime, Dallas at night. Can't even see the game or the Sugar Ray fight. The bill collectors that ring my phone and scare my wife when I'm not home. Got a bum education, double digits, inflation. Can't take the train to the job. There's a strike at the station. Need on King Kong standing on my back. Can't stop to turn around. Broke my sacroiliac. A mid-range migraine cancer membrane. Sometimes I think I'm going insane. I swear I might hijack a plane. Don't push me. Call. I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. My son said, Daddy, I don't want to go to school because the teacher's a jerk. He must think I'm a fool. And all the kids go reaper. I think it'd be cheaper if I just got a job, learn to be a street sweeper. I dance to the beat, shuffle my feet, wear a shirt and tie, and run with the creeps. Because it's all about money. Ain't a damn thing funny. You got to have a con in this land of milk and honey. They push that girl in front of the train. Took her to the doctor, sold her arm on the game. Stabbed that man right in his heart. Gave him a transplant for a brand new spot. I can't walk through the park cause it's crazy after dark. Keep my hand on my gun cause they got me on the run. I feel like an outlaw, broke my last glass jaw. Hear them say, you want some more? Living on a seesaw. Don't push me cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. Say what? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep them going under. A 
child is born with no state of mind, blind to the ways of mankind. God is smiling on you, but he's frowning too, because only God knows what you'll go through. You'll grow in the ghetto, living second rate, and your eyes will sing a song of deep hate. The places you play and where you stay looks like one great big alleyway. You'll admire all the number book takers, dust pits and pushers, and the big money makers. Jobbing big cars, spending 20s and 10s, and you want to grow up to be just like them. <laughs> Smugglers, scramblers, burglars, gamblers, pickpocket peddlers, even panhandlers. You say, I'm cool, <laughs> I'm no fool, but then you wind up dropping out of high school. Now you're unemployed, all non-void, walking around like your pretty boy boy. Turn stick up, kids, but look what you done did. Got sent up for an eight-year bid. Now your manhood is cooked and you're a make tag. Spend the next two years as an undercover fag being used and abused and served like hell to one day you was found hung dead in the cell. It was plain to see that your life was lost. You was cold and your body swung back and forth. But now your eyes sing the sad, sad song of how you live so fast and die so young. So don't push me cause I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose my head. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> it's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. <laughs> Yo, Mel, you see that girl, man? Yeah, man. Yo, that sound like cowboy, man. Cool. Yo, what's up, buddy? Yo.
was used, which spurred an angry reaction from uh, Kid Creole. They said these two men had no prior relationship, said all they had was words, said things got out of hand, said Kid Creole took it as a diss. Next thing you know, he hit dude in the chest twice with the blade. They said his victim, a man by the name of John, they said the victim, man named John Jolly, lived in a homeless shelter two miles from where he was stabbed. So, yeah, they said they were actually scheduled to perform in Philly uh, this past August the 20th alongside Dougie Fresh, Big Daddy Kane, Sugar Hill, Dots Effect, and Silk. Don't know if uh, they still went on and performed that show or not. But yeah. Yep, Kate Creole, charged with murder. They say you little that's a little uh that's a little too old to be you know, shanking somebody over a gay slur, I mean, unless of course, you know, shit might have hit a little too close to home. I mean, what's your thoughts, Comedic? Yo, that's life in prison for him. Like, that's retarded. I mean, that man homeless. You can go inside and be like, close the door and stick your tongue out. Like, <laughs> I'm gay in the house. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. What the fuck, you know? <laughs> I don't get it. Whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't understand what people be thinking about, you know what I mean? Characters, you know? Straight characters. Uh, you got any thoughts on that one, L? Hey, he tried to tell homeboy, man, don't push me. He's close to the edge. <laughs> I was waiting to see who was going to bring that line up. <laughs> what a good one. So, yeah. I was just going to say, though, man, 57, yo, you, you know, this ain't, you know, you ain't in your 20s. You know, that's, that's behavior catching their 20s. Somebody call you a faggot or something to that effect. You ready to fight, but you're a 57 year old man. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, unless dude, unless dude came at him like old boy came at Lorenz Tate in uh, Minister Society and told him he sucked his dick for them cheeseburgers. <laughs> I don't know. He probably, he probably, he probably, he probably gave Kid Creole a bum bump, man, and, and he went off on him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so yeah, like I said, speaking of Lorenz Tate, yo, real real quick, you guys watch Power? Anybody watch Power? Yep, yep. So I've been I've been uh I've been tuning in to a couple episodes of it. Um, I tried to watch the show in its first season, and I couldn't get with it because I thought it was like one of the dumbest shows ever. I said, here you got a chick that worked for the feds that don't know that the guy that she's screwing or sleeping with is this big-time drug lord, and then you got him, big-time drug lord, with all of his money and resources that he can't figure out that the chick he's banging is a fucking federal, you know, agent. So I was just like, shit was just dumb. But I got into it a bit last season because I liked the uh, Tommy character on it. And, uh, yeah, that was mad crazy, yo. One of my partners who's a cop with RPD, you know, when 50, I guess they, they uh, revealed that it was 50 Cent who leaked episodes of his own show 
I guess, to boost the ratings of it because I don't see what genius told them that it'd be a good idea to put his show in the same time slot as Game of Thrones because if I remember correctly, that wasn't the time slot for the show the previous seasons. But any in any event, you put it in the same time slot as Game of Thrones, knowing it's probably is way more got fans than it is power fans. But um, he leaked uh, several episodes of his show, and one of my buddies actually, I mean, on social media, he literally had chicks wanting to kill him because he he gave everything that happened, you know, for the last few episodes before they aired, and he talked about Raina, the, the daughter getting killed, and I was like, I was like, ah, he BSing, he ain't for real, and then, of course, this past Sunday's episode, so, uh, getting blasted by Ray Ray, so I was like, oh, damn, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, man. Ah, yeah, man. that was, that was, uh, that was crazy, I couldn't believe that that happened, but, you know, it leads up to what's going to most certainly be an explosive season finale. Um, All right, so maybe it's just me. I got a theory. I got a theory, and I don't know. Y'all, y'all tell me if y'all with this theory or not. I don't know if uh, 50 is going to run the show for another season, two or three seasons, but I think the show is going to culminate. The series is going to culminate with Tommy and his dad becoming a force and the dad is going to essentially convince Tommy that, you know, he need to get Ghost out the picture, stop effing with Ghost. Y'all see uh, Tommy ultimately flipping the script and and uh, either he going to kill Ghost or Ghost going to end up killing him? Um, I can see, I can see that happening. Um, but it's, I think it's gonna take. I think it's gonna take a lot for for that to go down. Let me like a whole lot for that to go down. Because let's not forget, you know, there have been two other times when uh, Tommy has been propositioned to kill ghosts, and that's two other times he didn't do it. And we have definitely seen that Tommy ain't got no problem killing anybody. But when it comes to touching ghosts, he he has said it. On two separate occasions, he says he's not doing it. I think, I think, I think, I think, his, I think the tension between him and Ghost is going to heat up, especially if the dad somehow was <clears throat> finagle something to get out of prison. Because right now, you look at it, his dad, you know, got rid of the problem with the uh, the federal dude who basically, you know, set Ghost up. But you know, now dad is basically going to give him the help. To get this money together that he need, you know, to um, get dude's uh, product that they lost. So I'm just wondering now that since his dad is in the picture, that is this is gonna prompt him to, you know, get further and further away from Ghost now. But yeah, I was just like, yo, that's crazy, man. Mm. Well, like I said, yeah, it's definitely gonna lead up to. Um, it's definitely going to lead up to uh, an explosive um, season finale uh, next week, and it's probably going to set up some more questions going into next season. So, I think you know, 
Fifty kind of did good for himself on this uh, on this series. Um, and uh, he's got the right, and he teamed up with the right network to do it. Because it's needless to say, when it comes to the popularity and success of shows, Comedic's got it right. HBO's holding down the whole premium cable network. And right behind them comes Showtime. Um, The movie channel and Cinemax don't even matter. And then it's Stars. And the, 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 the thing about it is, What's allowing me? I don't know. I think what's allowing. I think you have to throw uh, FX into that lineup as well, Rich, because a lot of their shows have also been big award winners. You go back to the Shield. Uh, you go to Sons of Anarchy. Uh, yeah, but said I they said, got, I said, but I said, I said the premium network channels, not just the regular cable channels. Oh, the premium. The premium network I channels. Got you. Got yeah. You. So no, I agree with you. FX is up there. FX and FXX are both are both holding their own respectively. This this uh this new series Snowfall that's out there now, and then Queen uh Queen of the damn I can't Queen of the South Queen of the South Queen of the South yeah USA Queen of the South oh, is that's on USA that's, that's not USA. Okay okay yeah. I got you um. But FX, but FXX with uh, Snowfall, when I tell you, they do everything on there except for show penetration on that show. They have, they have no they have no uh, no restrictions on the f bomb. They dropping that left and right, showing new scenes. You're seeing them left and right. Um. So so FXX. wondering if stars is like the new the new black premium uh network because like you, you got um you've got um survivors remorse survivors remorse that's on there you got power that's on there and you know these big time movie channels it's really the 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 weekly series that are keeping them alive when you think about it, mm. the thing that that's, that's making HBO and all these channels most popular right now is shit is the is the weekly series stuff that they're doing. Well, yeah, because because don't nobody really. I mean, uh, HBO has 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 really been a pioneer and and really been at, been at the forefront at, at keeping at keeping other other. Um, Widespread content is set, I'm saying, aside from just movies, and now that you know all of that has gone has has gone viral, that you can pretty much watch any movie you want on, you know, what I'm saying on online, and you got you got the pirated you got the pirated stuff on online, and, and now you got the Fire Stick and Roku and and Amazon Prime, you know, they've always kept. A wide assortment of, of of really hearty content um, on HBO by, as as far as as far as I can remember, and just like uh, uh, Comedic said, 
and and you guys have kind of kind of kind of piggybacked off of it. They've kept great material on there, whether it was com- whether it was comedy wise. Everybody want to get it. Everybody that anybody, anybody that's, that, that that that's a comedian, especially in this day and age, they want to get it. They wanted to get a HBO comedy special before before the invention of. Before the conception of, of, of Comedy Central, it was everybody wants to. You know what I'm saying everybody wants to to to, to have an hour special on um, on HBO. You know what I'm saying Chris Rock, uh, Dave Chappelle, uh, Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know the, the you mm-hmm. know the uh, uh, Whoopi Goldberg when they when they had the the even even when they had the you know the, the comedy the the the, the comedy uh, joint where all of them would get together and. And they would get you know money for like the homeless and and to feed everybody and all of that. Yeah, you know I'm saying. Um, um, so between and between that and then they were they were they were ahead of the, they were ahead of their time as far as as far as the the the, the, the weekly periodic shows with the Sopranos and and with the Wire. They were way ahead of their time as far as that as far as that was, that was concerned. And then it kind of fell to. AMC with Walking Dead and, and, and with Breaking Bad and with uh, uh, Hell on Wheels and 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 and, uh, and Turn and and then on to uh, uh, FX, you know a lot of these other channels and even and even USA, um, you know they they kind of they kind of followed suit to continue that that to to, to continue that uh, that that uh, to continue having having that 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 content even even with. You know HBO having the different document the document the documentaries and the and the behind the behind the scenes and even um, when they had Brian Gumble and them up there doing doing the doing the sports joints yeah you know I'm saying on there as well yeah you know I'm saying it's it's even from it's even from that when they do like even the sports documentaries for where now all of a sudden you got you have uh, sports center doing the thirty for thirty. You know what I'm saying? So so they've kind of, they've really been, you know, the the, the the pioneers of of the different types of widespread content to keep people watching uh a premium uh premium cable. You know what I'm saying? Um and and as a segue to that, uh who watched Defenders? We're gonna get into that, uh L. We're gonna we're gonna save that one for after the next break because okay. I don't know who oh, okay. all has. Uh, I don't know who nah, nah, all. Nah, I, I, I want to put that out there. Like who? Okay, who? Who watched Defenders? Who? Who? All right. Who, so, uh, I, I finished it. Uh, we hours this morning. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that when we come back from the next break. We're gonna get into the uh, right. defense well, discussion. What I was gonna do. Because I don't know enough because I don't pay for the shit. Because I think I had it one summer when it was free, or maybe I did pay for it one time um, when I had the old wifey and you know we was paying a million dollars for um, cable. Um, but just like HBO got about seven versions, family comedy, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I was gonna make a joke that you should you know kind of sort of add in Black Stars as a um, thing because you know that, that Black Stars. Um, was kind of sort of like a BET of of, uh, of of movies. Like you would have uh, Bingo. What was that? Bingo on the All All Star. Like there's all kinds of Claudine was on that joint. It was just like yo, like you can come here, and it was almost like co-centric, but without cutting the words out. Um, so I was like, damn, Black Stars was like a, a big, huge um, draw for me 
because I'm black. But I don't know, you know what I'm saying, if a whole lot of people was really watching it, and now they just say, what the fuck with it, let's integrate a whole bunch of, you know, because cut down from seven channels to three channels, or if it's just only one channel now, and just say, you know, we just want to throw all the black stuff on stars, kudos to them. You know what I'm saying? Kudos to them. To to twist tie the whole thing, and I guess to take us to a break, yeah, you know, um, the the FX with the strain, with, with well, like you said, the Son of the Anarchy, all their shows. The cool thing that these cats is really doing is doing their original content, and I love HBO and I love cable and all that shit. But the beast right now in making their own content is damn it Netflix, and they gonna keep yep. getting my money. Until it gets retarded, because oh, yeah, Netflix is definitely uh, killing the game, and I just want to. Uh, I was telling somebody on a post when Disney announced that they were uh, pulling Disney content from Netflix because they're gonna start their own streaming service, and I was like, you know, ain't nobody gonna get with that because I said, ain't nobody Disney one is expensive. Yeah, hell, you know that when you go to buy their movies when they drop uh re reprint or remastered editions of their movies and they come out at thirty dollars. But I say ain't nobody gonna mess with Disney on that level. It's too many streaming options, you know, to watch stuff for somebody to wanna pay probably fifteen or twenty dollars a month for a Disney streaming service. But one of the power moves I noticed that Netflix did just and I said they I said it's about to be war now because Disney to pull or is about to pull all their animated stuff off of Netflix. And I think Shonda Rhimes just gave like a big middle finger to Disney because Disney is uh, the parent company of ABC, which, you know, houses her uh, three shows, um, Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, and How to Get Away with Murder. And she just inked a big deal with Netflix. Netflix was like, yo, we're going to give you complete creative control which was something I don't think ABC gave her. So she said she's going to let her shows, you know, run the course at ABC, the three that she got up there now. But she's getting ready to produce a whole bunch of content for Netflix now. And I'm like, yo, yep. hey, her, her, Netflix. Her her and Chuck Lore. Her and Chuck Lore. Chuck Lore um, is, was over at CBS. And his shows were The Big Bang Theory, Life in Pieces, um, Kevin and, Q. Wait, no speaking of CBS, he all, yeah, he also, CBS, he also you, he still uh, with Netflix. Yeah, but speaking of CBS, you see who else Netflix also then snatched up for a new series. Uh, David Letterman is coming back. They yep, just uh, signed right. him to a, a Netflix original series. So, yeah, oh, Netflix be on that's why I said Netflix is really making power moves. So I said if Disney thought that they were going to hurt Netflix by taking the Disney movies from them, they are sorely mistaken because every time I turn on my Netflix, I notice at least a half a dozen new original either series or movies on Netflix. So they're dropping original-ish left and right. But But, like, I can see how that would make sense for Disney considering the fact that's the that's the wave of where TV watching is going. So if they had their own streaming service, you can get everything that is that that is Disney accessible um um to you and and now that they've acquired 
Star Wars now that they've acquired or that that they have Marvel, you know what I'm saying, in hand, you know what I'm saying, that, that's that's big as far as as far as box office and, and that's you know what I'm saying that that's the that's the next wave though. You know what I'm saying? So I can see them I, I can see them making that move and, and it making and it making sense to them uh or making sense for them to, 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 to provide that product. Cause somebody gonna buy it. Some and some somebody yeah. some somebody gonna buy it. Especially when you got those parents that are out there that want right. to be able to have something that they get some streams. Right. And they don't have to worry at all about. At all, you don't have to worry about no other types of content being no. See, at least with Netflix and Hulu and and whatever else, you know what I'm saying you have you 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 have to put the you can put the parental lock on it if you want to. Yeah, you know I'm saying because you have so much other stuff that you can watch with Disney. It's just Disney. You know what I'm saying? So all of it, to an extent, is G or PG-13 rated. You know what I'm saying? So, so you don't have you don't have to worry about it. You can just plug that in for the kids and let that rock. Whether that's being in the, in the car, tablet, or phone, you know what I'm saying? You can let them rock and be entertained. And plus, if there's anything that you want to see on there, you know what I'm saying? Like if you wanted to go through a throwback of Peach Dragon or 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 uh, Fantasia or whatever the case, you know what I'm saying? You you have that as well. So that would make well, that, 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 that 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 would make sense. That would make sense. Why not think, get in on it? Everybody else is. I think Disney might make some headways, but I think ultimately they're gonna come out the big loser in this. Because again, like I said, if Disney comes out with their own streaming option, now you gotta think of all the different streamers that are out now. And when you look at okay, Disney is gonna specialize in Disney movies. You look at Netflix, Netflix is like the Walmart of movie and TV shows because you can get pretty much anything on it. Now, Disney is really going to be limiting themselves. It's going to be like one of the things that killed um, Sega and Nintendo in the uh, gaming race when uh, Sony dropped the PlayStation because whereas Sega and Nintendo during that time were only licensing, you know, games through their own company. You had Sony who was taking all sorts of third-party developers and coming out with games, and that's why they were killing them because they were dropping far more titles. People want options. But the Disney, but but but, but as far as what Disney, as, as far as as far as what Disney does, they've been. They, and, and they've had to bring on new age, and uh, uh, they they've had to bring on you know uh, uh, new age animators and, and, and new age companies, Pixar, Bradbury, uh, uh of the of the Incredibles, you know all of these people. You know what I'm saying to kind of the kind of push they the kind of push they wave. They've been creating content for the last fifty years, so now you have access to all of that. Yeah, I, I think said, you we'll know. See We'll see if that's a smart move on Disney part, but for right now, I say and they got the they, and, and, and they got the and they got the lock they got the lock on all the all the all the young little talent though. You know what I'm saying? 
you got them, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they broke all of, they, they not broke, but you know what I'm saying? They, they digged all the, all the Raven Simones and all the, all the, all the Lindsay Lohans and, 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 and all, all, all these little kids. They got the wave on that. They've been doing that since, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they've been doing that since the net full of cello and, and the other little homie. You know what I'm saying? They've been, they had the wave on that. They've been doing that since the Mickey Mouse Club. They've been doing that back since the Mickey Mouse Club. Back in the back in the seventies. We'll see how that turns out. All right, real quick before we uh, go to this break, I gotta acknowledge uh, a pair of celebrity deaths over the weekend. Of course, uh, Jerry Lewis, comedic genius he was. He died. Uh, we hours of Saturday night, early Sunday morning at his home in Las Vegas at the age of 91. They said the cause of his death was end-stage cardiac disease and peripheral vascular disease. Uh, so definitely RIP to Jerry Lewis. If you've never seen uh, none of his earlier stuff, like the original Nutty Professor and, um, uh, God, there's another one of his movies I can't uh, think of now. Classic, but yeah, he did a lot of uh, great stuff when he was uh, part of uh, Dean Martin's uh, Rat Pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, Jerry Lewis, and of course one of our one of our huge black elder. icons, comedian, elder. We want the elder man. We want the elder writer, entrepreneur, uh, Dick Gregory died this past Saturday at the age of 84. Uh, I want to say he was actually admitted um, to the hospital like a week earlier for um, a bacterial infection. He was hospitalized a week earlier, and they said he died at a hospital in D.C. Um, Saturday night at the age of 84. The cause of his death was heart failure. So... To uh, legends and not just uh, Hollywood, but also in uh, social activism. Um, you know, Jerry Lewis had actually started. What was that? The Jerry's Kids and the Muscular Dystrophy Telethon that they did annually on TV. Hadn't seen it for some years. I think they moved it to like a uh, public access TV or whatever. But yeah, he was the uh, chairman for the Muscular Dystrophy Association. And he always had that uh, Labor Day live uh, weekend broadcast of his telethon. R.I.P. to both men. And with that, I want to play uh, a little snippet of something that Gregory has said. This was his message to the world. Definitely uh, needs to be heard. So y'all get into this. We'll be back in five with more discussion. This is the life. said, all raindrops. Have one job is to work their way back home. You say, what do you mean? I said, well, when they hit that water, they got to work their way back. If they hit the land and the dirt, they got to work their back to the river, to the stream, to the ocean. We humans, when we born, we have one thing to do. God don't give a damn about a Ph.D. like your daddy, God. Or a Ph.D. like your mama, God. Or how much money you got in the bank. Or if you're black, you're white. 
you rich, you poor, you can read, you can't read. God has one law. When you come here, the only thing you have to do is work your way back home. I brought you through that little door called your mama's womb. But all you got to do is work your way. And I have one restriction. You better be as clean when you get back as you was when I put you here. Hmm? You're not born a racist or a bigot or a thief or a murderer. You pick that up on the way. And then I said to my grandson, let me explain this to you a little better. I was seven years old, and my mama came and got me out of school half day because she wanted to take me to this spiritless woman that said, you got a son that got something on his head, and I want to tell you he's going to be great one day. And my mama, she believed in that in school, you know, And so I cut home, and, and we had to be there at 1 o'clock, so she washed my face and put my little suit on and, and dressed me up. It was raining like hell. She said, now, you sit here on the porch. I'm going to go get dressed, and don't you get dirty. Seven years old. All the big boys are down playing in the rain. So I go to play with them, and they're mad because I'm all dressed up. They threw me in the mud, and I ran up and knocked on the door. Mommy, 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 look what that she opened up. Boy, just look at you. I told you not to get, you can't come in this house looking like that. Hey. I said, Grandpa, listen, she didn't say I couldn't come in. She said, I can't come in there looking like that. And I said, so son, Just hope that you carry yourself in a way that when you get to that big door, you won't hear coming out that door what my mother said to me. You can't come in here looking like that. Just that <coughs> Now, y'all play all the games you want. Get hung up in all the churches you want. Be full of hatred. Let somebody reduce you below your dignity and don't know you violating the universal God. Let a bunch of thugs control your food. A bunch of hoodlums control your education, everything. And y'all think y'all are so powerful and clean. They got engineered animals that you put on your table every day and America's the only country don't have to put on the label that they've been cloned and you think you're free. Huh? So you youngsters, you got a big job. And if you understand King and what he stood for, it's an easy job. When you're doing it for other folks as well as yourself. Hmm? What a glorious night tonight. To know King. And to know where this has led to. Because as long as you're on this planet, people that's not born are going to ask you about Tuesday. 
Don't ask you about it. The biggest thing that's ever happened in the history of the planet because it's being televised. So I say to you youngsters, as a human being, I'm sorry that I'm part of the group that left you the mess to clean up. But now you have no choice. I love you. God bless you. Peace be with you.
after he attempted to hire a prostitute through an online uh, service and ended up in a situation that would likely cost him his marriage. So here's what happened. This man would tell his wife that, you know, hey, he got a business, you know, he got a business meeting on other side of town, and he would, you know, go to these quote-unquote business meetings. What it turned out to be, he was rendezvousing with prostitutes that he would get off of this uh, website. It's a website used to book prostitutes. Okay, so <laughs> to a statement he made to authorities, he saw the profile of a new 26-year-old woman who caught his attention. And he said, as with many of the pictures on this site, they only show the woman from the neck down. But the man is said to have liked what he saw, sent her a message to see if she was free later that night. That she was, and they arranged for a liaison at the motel. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Guests in uh, adjoining rooms after the uh, prostitute got there, they called the front desk of the hotel to admit, you know, to report this disturbance going, you know, where a man and a woman were arguing. Well, it turned out that this prostitute that dude had uh, called up to come to the room was his actual wife. His wife for the last 17 years. So here you got a man moonlighting, you know, talking about he's got business meetings and he's meeting prostitutes at a hotel who has a wife that he's been married to for the last 17 years who is also leading a double life by posing as a prostitute on these websites. So, of course, they said uh, the wife was angry when she got to the hotel room to see it was her husband calling up prostitutes, and he equally pissed to realize that the prostitute he called up was in actuality his wife. So <laughs> after reading that story, I thought, all right, that, that's crazy in and of itself, but what makes it even crazier is that they said the husband now faces, you know, under South Carolina's tough prostitution laws, he's looking at doing prison time. So in my head, I'm like, okay, Solicitation, I get it, but shouldn't the wife also face charges because she was posing as a prostitute? Yep. That would seem to be the case. But if you've seen a picture of the prostitute from the neck down, you don't recognize your wife's body? I mean, the wife is, the man is 54, the wife is 48. I mean, maybe, yeah, I, I would I would tend to agree with you, L, but let's just, let's just hypothetically say that the man probably hasn't slept with his wife for a minute because, of course, he ain't sleeping with prostitutes, sleeping with prostitutes, ain't sleeping with his wife. So maybe he don't pay attention to his wife's body like that. Or maybe he the picture. Hold up, hold up. Listen. Maybe Let me tell you something. The last four, the last five relationships, the last five relationships I've been out, I've been in, I can pick their titties out of the lineup. I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. But again, like I said, maybe she catfished them. Maybe she posted a picture of a young girl and it wasn't her body. I mean, all right, I I'll accept that. Hold on, hold on. I think all of us would be able to know the difference between a 26 and a 48-year-old's body, if we look at them, you know, images, because clearly the 48-year-old body, unless 
she's one of these chicks that live in the gym like crazy, you're going to see the the age on the 48-year-old body versus that 26-year-old body. Well, I'm just saying, it, I it, thought it, that it, was it, the craziest two things thing. I need. One. What's that, Kometa? I said two things I, I got to I gotta just throw right here. Y'all can do whatever y'all want to do after that. One, <laughs> you know, you could have took a picture with one of them whack-ass Android devices, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't crispy clear and he, he couldn't see the dimples in the booty. But secondly, here you go, take your apple shots. Get the fuck out of here. Secondly, <laughs> only motherfucking Ray is going to take a story of a man going to get a piece of ass for you know, pay and be his wife and say this is a lighthearted story. Get the fuck out of here. That's not lighthearted. <laughs> <laughs>
of last week, but then we didn't do it. So, um, right, we, uh, you know, so you go, I'm going to get it. Because I got one also. So it looked like we got two recipients uh, tonight for you big dummy awards. Go ahead. Oh, we got a bunch of dummies today, huh? Oh, well, well, I, um, I, 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 was, I wanted to give this one as, as the you big dummy. And, uh, it hurt my feelings to have to do it because my, my you big dummy goes to Arthur Blank, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons. Because the official, uh, the, the official, um, chicken, Sponsor, if you will, for the Atlanta Falcons is Zaxby's. But Arthur Blank made this big to do about insisting that Chick fil A be in his stadium because he's such a huge fan of Chick fil A. And he said, I want Chick fil A in my stadium because they are so good. They have great customer service. They have a very good product. Well, there's just one problem. Everybody who knows Chick Fil A knows that Chick Fil A don't work on Sundays. Oh, they don't work on Sundays. So he inked a deal with Chick Fil A, got them in there, and agreed to and agreed to pay for their spot to have them in the building. Yet Chick Fil A for the eight home games that the Atlanta Falcons will have, Chick Fil A will be closed. Uh, when uh, anything else in the building will be open. So, uh, Arthur Blank, I'm afraid I'm going to have to give you the You Big Dummy Award on that one. Because that's not going to do well. Now, of course, yeah, they're going to have other events that will happen in there. They'll have some concerts, and they'll have some, you know, some other football games that will take place. And plus the Atlanta United, our new soccer game, is going to be there. But the Dome will primarily be used. On Sundays, and that's the day that they're not even open. So that's who I had to sadly give it out to, uh, because he made such a big fuss about making sure they were in there. And I was like, mm, okay, that's so. Funny. All right, so before I, so before I play the drop, and we're gonna give it up two times for it. Uh, my UV Dummy Award recipient comes from out of California. This man, 42-year-old man by the name of Andrew <laughs> David Jensen. I don't know if you guys heard his story, but Mr. Jensen uh, committed a 2016 burglary um, at a home in uh, Thousand Oaks, California. Now, you know, all right, burglary, nothing dumb about that. But here's where here's where he gets the U Big Dummy Award for. When he broke into this house July of last year, this fool took a crap in the toilet. And because he took a crap in the toilet, one, he didn't even flush the toilet, which made, you know, the crap was still in there. But cops actually took a DNA sample from the DNA, and they convicted him of this robbery. This just happened recently. So this man broke into a home in California, burglarized it, took a dump in the toilet, didn't bother to flush the toilet, cops took DNA from his fecal matter and got him and arrested him for this uh, burglary that happened last year. So, with that said, Mr. Jensen, as well as uh, Arthur Blank, my man, uh, Rich 
goodness. And I just dropped it. You got it pulled up, Rich. Can you get to it? Yep. <laughs> Give me a second. Then, Arthur Blank and Mr. Shitman in California. This is for you. Andrew Davis. Big dummy. Yeah, hit him one more time. Big dummy. It goes out to both. Again, so, I don't understand. So let, you take it. So let me, so let me ask you. Let me ask you something. Let me ask this question. So when the police came knocking at the door, and he was like, yo, man, you about to go to jail, dog. He was like, what? They ain't got shit on me. Well, yeah, actually they do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pun intended, pun intended, yeah. Literally. Oh, I'm sorry. Literally. I couldn't remember. They ain't got shit on me. Yeah, they got some shit on you, Yeah, dog. literally, they got shit on you, dog. All right, let's take another break real quick. When we come back, we're going to go ahead and get into this Defenders discussion, and then I think Rich had a topic also. Y'all, I'm sending this out to all my brothers here on the show tonight and elsewhere because at some point in our life, more than likely our young life, we all went through this and experienced this situation. Nice little hip-hop throwback. Y'all get into this. We'll be back in three with more discussions. I skipped the line. I paid my dime. I hung my coat. And now it's time to move to the forefront, make my round, say peace, and give a pound, have a drink, get down. I'm on the floor. Besides the door, the sound is rich, and I ain't poor. I'm looking for Susie, a Wendy, a Judy, but look at her. Well, look at her. Well, look at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you sweetie. I roll with what's easy. I see a silhouette, and what I see has got me needy. I'm needing for a second of your time, but then I reckon that a second is too short. Let me try. You're slamming! But anyway, I'd like to say, I'm dressed up, the black sheep gives you play. Step out on the light, come show off yourself. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, I thought you were someone else. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I just don't know. Gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. See, something ain't right. It's the strobe light. Man, man, oh man, you went out, you went out. I cannot dig it, I cannot dig it. Black, yo, I cannot dig it. Listen, hun, I mean, uh, looking at you, I just have to go. My man is right over there. I have to go, my, huh? I'm on my way, Black. I'm on my way. Listen here, dear, step to the rear. Find yourself a seat. Buy yourself a beer. Eat some pretzels. Go play some videos. Thank you for your time, honey, but how I gotta go? I think I lost my coat. And plus I'm double parked. I thought you was my girl. You see, I can't see in the dark. Anyway, I'm out. Out is where I be. I've got to step with the Versace. When you see your honey by the strobe light. Black, I hope you got good sight. For honey that you see, like the chicks here, still all of we may or may not be all that. In fact, quite whack. With the girl that makes you soft track. But neither here nor there, fear. Unless, of course, you don't care. Listen, baby girl, let me say it slow. I have to go. Not to this, but let's disperse. 
Yo, I'll see you later unless I see you first. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. Just don't know, and I just don't know. Gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. See something ain't right, it's the stroll like. Dumbass, give me your condoms. I can't let you go out like that. 
And I didn't know at the time because I was like, yo, she talking about, yo, she bad, she bad. And it wasn't until about maybe two weeks later and I was in Crabtree Mall and I get approached by this uh, sister that was like about 600 plus pounds. She had like all kind of acne all over her face and everything. And she was like, yeah, yeah, use a little plastic in the club. But, you know, I gave you my number. I thought I'd heard from you. And I was like, yo, um, yeah, I, you know. Had to come up with all those crazy excuses about work and <laughs> got out of it. Yeah, that was my uh, strobe light honey effect. Like I said, around twenty five. Anyway, so <laughs> yo, let's get into this. How you man? How you man say? How you how you man say on uh on on Friday? Janet Jackson look more like Freddie Jackson. Freddie Jackson, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. That's that's what this was like. Freddie Freddie Jackson with. With a serious uh, thyroid problem, but anyway, I digress. Um, uh, Big Rich, have you uh, binge watched Defenders yet? No. Uh. Uh-uh. Have you even watched one episode? No, that that has not caught any of my interest levels. All right, so you don't. So in short, you don't plan on watching it. No. All right, good. So you ain't going to get mad at us for spoiling it. All right, so, <laughs> all right, L, I heard you ask about it. So that means you didn't already binge watch those eight episodes? Definitely. It was pissed off in the end. All right, well, I ain't going to say I was pissed off, but as much as I enjoyed the city and the series, and I, I, I went into it with sort of like, the uh, glass half empty mentality, and that I wasn't going to expect too much from it because, and and I still stand by this. I watched Iron Fist, and I think I made it through like maybe the first six episodes before I stopped watching it because I just don't like the actor playing Iron Fist. And that was the same thing in the uh, Defender series for me. To me, his character was essentially the weakest link. And you know, granted, it revolved around him, the hand. And everything. I, I just don't like this kid. This kid doesn't do it for me as uh, Iron Fist. That said, though, it's still a great series. Thought it was uh, well written. Love how they uh, introduced. Well, if you didn't watch any of the other ind- individual series, Jessica Jones, which I still haven't watched, but after watching this, I'm definitely going to go back and binge watch Jessica Jones and Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and Daredevil then. You probably be at a loss for you know some of the characters and uh, storylines revolving them, but um, definitely an excellent series. Enjoyed it. Um, not gonna give much more away than that. So um, if you haven't checked it out yet, definitely uh, check it out. It is uh, another one of those much watched and definitely another hit from uh, Netflix on the uh, original uh, series content. Comedic, what was your thoughts on the Defender series? Well, you got to tell me how much you don't want me to say. So um, I did read L's uh, review. You know, he, he wasn't he wasn't happy. Um, and also, you know, you are like a, a whole bunch of other characters. Like, yo, I don't like this cat. But they completely showed yet again, this cat is... Emotionally Not corrupt But he's emotionally retarded Like you know what I'm saying Because he was a young kid Brought up with these cats He still kind of sort of Has a has sometimes the mind of a 13 year old 
How he got the power that he got, I'm not really sure, because Daredevil was whipping his ass. And I have to say right now that one of the best hands in Marvel Comics right now is apparently Daredevil whipping his ass and shit. So I was like, okay, um, there you go. Um, there it is. So, um, you know, I like the fact that, you know, they set it up because, you know, which in and of itself is surprising because you look, if you look at a number of comic book lists and they ask you who is the weakest or the top ten, like, weakest superheroes <laughs> in the Marvel Universe, Daredevil is always on that list as That's one of Marvel's weakest. As reading him, I never felt that way. You know, so like I said, I'm just happy he got fleshed out. Um, but the, the freaky thing, like you know what I'm saying, they set it up really, really nice so that when they come through – with the, you know, Heroes for Hire situation that, you know, that everybody's going to already know each other about their block. One of the highlights so, for me in the series was in that final episode when uh, Misty lost her arm. Because, and I don't know me guys a comic book or read the comics, but Colleen Wing, who, of course, is the one that was attached at uh, Iron Fist's uh, hip. Her and Miss Knight, they formed their own little um, duo called uh, Nightwing, in which they're like uh, the female version of Heroes for Hire, and during that time, that's when uh, Misty has that uh, mechanical arm. So I thought that was interesting that they went there with that, even though they didn't do it to the final episode where she lost the arm, because I thought maybe... During somewhere in the series, they she lost the arm, and they would show her getting, you know, the replacement uh, robotic arm in the series. But I guess they didn't want to focus on that at the point because, like I said, this series is still about the defenders, as they call it. And I told my boy, I said that's actually a misnomer because in the comic book series, and I guess this is what Netflix wanted to do with calling it the defenders. That lineup in the comics was more or less the new Avengers because you had Power Man, you had Iron Fist, and you had Jessica Jones in the new Avengers. In no incarnation of the Defenders did you have all four of those cats. I think uh, Power Man was a member at one point, and I think later on in the series, Iron Fist became a uh, member of the Defenders. But like I said, that, I think that was something Netflix wanted to do so as to not you know, knock heads with uh, Kevin Feige and the MCU, you know, Marvels by calling them the new Avengers. So, anyway, what's your thoughts, El? And read your uh, review of it, but you said you didn't like it. So, what, what was the problem for you with it? Um, uh, um, Madam Guy was a fucking Jedi. Uh, <laughs> I didn't really care too much about Colleen Wing's uh, character arc and her back and forth with Bakuda. Um, it was cool to see they got a Sigourney Weaver. That's my bitch. Like I, I liked her character. I, li- I liked her character. Um, Iron Fist was still a, a petulant child all the way to the end. Um. I like how they played off between Danny Rand and Luke Cage as far as as far as what they were in it for. 
You know what I'm saying? He was like, yo, man, I'm just, I'm I'm trying to look out for Harlem. You know what I mean? I'm I'm just trying to get this, I'm trying to look out for, you know, this homie and, 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 this, and this mother who, you know what I'm saying, from, from, from my block that I see every day that, you know, she eventually lost all three of her kids. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know what I'm saying? And, and you bitching, but you got resources. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, and and he was, you know, I, I like how they how they went back and forth on that. Um, I like how they, because I, I wanted to, I, I wanted to see how they was going to get all four of them together. Um, and even even the fight scene in um in the in the China, in the, in the restaurant, which was kind of cool. Um, actually was 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 very cool. Um, and even even how him and him and uh, Iron Fist first met, and then he knocked home, and then and then Danny ran, and then Iron Fist ended up uh, uh, cracking Luke Cage in the jaw. Um, but I, what pissed me off, but, but I knew they wasn't going to kill him. You know what I'm saying? But, like, what I thought was fake as hell was I knew they didn't have, A, enough time to get on the elevator and come all the way upstairs once that shit, once that bomb, once, once that, once that bomb was set. You know what I'm saying? And then you go, that bomb was already set, and now you go through the back and forth between Colleen Wing and Bakudo, that whole fight scene, and then and then Misty losing her arm. Meanwhile, in that scene, she was thicker than a motherfucker. Oh, my goodness. I didn't did not know she was that grounded from the front and the back. Sheesh. So, but you got that, you you got that whole thing. First I did, I, of, I, I did, I, I, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did, I did, but but it just it was like it was like oh I forgot oh I didn't oh was she this thick and the Luke Cage was oh shit so all right so and then the whole back and forth between Daredevil and Elektra um in the in the um in the in the in the bottom of the hole. And and I didn't like I didn't like how they tied, okay, how that dragon was supposed to be the same dragon that that Danny Rand had killed to become the Iron Fist. Like that whole gap that didn't that bothered me. So and then how the fuck did the devil get out the hole? Through all of that, all of that shit, how did Daredevil get out the hole? Like that right there, that blew the whole shit for me. Like, cause I was in it. I was in it. To, yo, dog, I was in it. I was in it when they revived. I was in it when it, when it, when they brought when it, when 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 they brought what's the name back to life when when, when they brought Electra back to life as as the Black Sky because Stick, because because that's what Stick kept hyping about when um when they was fighting the other dude from the hand and Daredevil. I was in when, when Stick came back. You know what I'm saying? When they when they brought Stick out. I was you know what I'm saying? So I was I was I was hyped through the whole shit. I was hyped. You know what I'm saying? Even in how even how they was playing off Luke Cage and Jessica Jones because they had, you know what I'm saying, that now he's fucking with Rosario Dawson's character, you know what I'm saying? And but he still like he still really kind of feels something for Jessica Jones, you know what I'm saying? But 
Like they still trying to play off their little. Let me say they trying to play off their little thing. Like it's still kind of touch and go with them. Yeah, you know I mean, I like how all of that. Yeah, you know I'm saying, and how you individually kind of connect everybody's secondary characters. Yeah, you know I'm saying, like I like I dug that. Yeah, you know I'm saying, but at the end, it pissed me off. Like, Nick, like, come on, son. Like, I knew you wasn't going to kill him because it's Marvel, and you're not going to kill Daredevil, who's a main character. But at the same token, who who supposed to believe that bullshit? <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure that's going to be a, a topic for debate because clearly when the building was coming down, you saw him and Electra em- embraced in the kiss and everything as the building was coming down. So, yeah. Right. So, it's like, we're going to die together. That hole was mad deep. That wasn't nothing that was like 10, 20 feet under the ground. They were like 100, 200 feet up under up under the ground. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm, with, I'm kind of sort of with you on that. But, yo, we're going to have to get ready to wrap it up because uh, time is winding down on us. But, yo, want to thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of The Cypher. As always, we appreciate you chilling with us, tuning in. You can catch us back here next Wednesday and every Wednesday starting at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for more real talk. And my man, DJ Comedic, is forever evolving and forever revolving. So he has changed his house lunch break again due to his uh, – his scheduling, and it will no longer be on Wednesdays as of now. It will move back to Fridays because I don't know if you guys remember before he had uh, changed it to Wednesdays. He's actually doing it on Fridays. So Comedic is back this Friday, every Friday with the House Lunch Break Live starting at 11 a.m. going to 1, sometime 1-ish. So make sure you check him out on Mixler. That's M-I-X-L-R, Mixler Radio. Log in, look up DJ Comedic, K-E-M-E-T-I-K, and get your house fixed on this Friday and every Friday. And as I said, myself, the B-I-W-G Rich, DJ Comedic, and Black Caesar will be back here again next Wednesday to close out your hump day and your midweek. Us minutes of real talk. So with that said, Ray. I want you guys to have a great, Ray. great weekend. Ray. And, of course, I can't go Ray. without giving my man the B-I-W-G his closeout song. So, y'all have a great week. Right. Great weekend. Right. 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 Oh, my fault. I forgot about that. Damn, my bad. Go ahead. Yeah. McGregor and Mayweather is this Saturday. I know. We got one uh, minute. Who? We, should, we, got one, we got one minute. It's, it's going to be McGregor, certainly, but it's definitely whoever pays for this fight is going to get robbed, and that's the end of it. So that's oh, true. without question. Because all it is McGregor's is a big payday for Mayweather and an eight-figure payday for McGregor, so yeah, it's, it's all about them making the money, and they gonna try to put on a semi. So. Yeah. All right, that's what's up. All right, cool. Appreciate y'all. All right, so there it is. Make sure you check out the fight, or at least hear about it post-fight. And uh, <laughs> like I said, we up out of here. Time is just winding down on it, so.
I guess I'll close you out next week, next week, Rich, with your taking the go-go train. So you guys have a great week, great weekend. Peace. We are up out of here. See you all next week. Be safe.